Mike, 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 check, Mike, check. Welcome to another episode of In the Field Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus. Um, again, we're missing my co-host, Deontay. Shout out to my co-host, Deontay, man. He he blessed me, man, and allowed me to be able to talk to some of our guests uh, without him being present. So, Cuzzo, I do appreciate you for that. Um, I'll make sure to hold it down for you, man. But today, we got one of my college teammates, um, one of Ohio's best athletes when it comes to football and basketball, my man Jalen Santoro. Um, we played together at Tiffin. Um, he had a great career there. And I'm uh, just going to bring him on, talk about, you know, his sports um, career and how he's been so successful in his sports career, as well as members of his family, his younger sisters. Um, and he's coaching high school football this year as well. He's a head coach. Um, so just want to bring him on, talk to him about that. And um, should be a good one. Should be another good one for, for you guys. Hope you guys have been enjoying all the content so far. Um, again, go follow us at In The Field. That's T-H-A, In The Field, um, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can check us out on Spotify as well. If you're searching on Spotify, um, make sure you search either my name, Marcus Birum, or my cousin's name, Deontay Steven, or you can just find it in the links that um, we'll be posting out as well. You can just click the link in there. Uh, still trying to work out some of the kinks as well. Um, but yeah, man, we rolling. We rolling. Episodes after episodes after episodes, man. We're going to keep this thing going. But my man Jalen should be coming on here shortly. So, um, you know, y'all just stay stay patient with me and see if I can bring here. Let me see how I'm feeling today. How I'm feeling today. Let's see. To the lovers and you. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling today. Uh-huh. Where do I begin? I used to sing tenor in the church choir. Really, I was flexing, but the girls, they were quiet. I'm the type of guy that don't deserve the signs. She ain't even trying to look sexy. Andre Three Stacks, man, one of the most underrated rappers ever. He don't get the flowers he deserves, mainly because he don't really put out, like, a lot of, I guess, solo records, solo albums. But, I mean, how can you deny his greatness, though? Like, he got bars. He always spitting relevant content. Like, come on, man. You ain't got to pull out no – I mean, if you want to be considered, like, one of the greats, I mean, yeah, you would need to put out an album, but I mean, man, Andre Three Stacks up there, man. Lyricist, uh, you got bars. Um, like I said, he got hits, commercial hits, whatever you want to name it, man. You got it, Andre Three Stacks, man. Go ahead, turn my man up. Hopefully, y'all can hear him. Yeah, Sleepy Brown. Plans tonight, plans tonight, plans tonight, plans tonight. Okay, go ahead. Chop it off. We got my man Santoro in the building. I'm going ahead and bring him on right now. You know. There you go. Can you hear me? 
I got you. What's going on, man? What's up? What's up, man? How you been? Not too bad about yourself. Hanging in there, man. Can't complain. Can't complain. Welcome to the podcast, in the field podcast. Again, I'm your host, Marcus. My cousin Deontay. He holding it down in Flint right now. He can't join us, but uh, hopefully we can be able to get you uh, in person and we'd be able to chop it up or whatever. But how everything been going, man? How's the family, man? With the crisis and the COVID stuff, man. It's crazy. Word is in an uproar right now. But how you and the family? Good, man. We're doing well. I mean, uh, we right now. So my dad's obviously a high school girls basketball coach at Bellevue, and we have our first workout today at four. Um, okay. So we're going to get going with that. Um, Kate, my younger sister, Casey, she just graduated. Carly. Okay. Congrats. My younger sister, she just, uh, she's got her first job. She's teaching as well. Um, okay. So going well. Everybody's been busy, busy through this crazy-ass time. So Yeah, I hear it, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. We don't want to keep you too long. Like I said, the purpose of this podcast, man, is to – Really, on the sports side, obviously, um, that's more my area than my cousins. But just want to bring on people, like I said, that I had um, as teammates and that are doing big things right now. And you are definitely one of them. I feel like probably being one of the youngest high school coaches probably yeah. <laughs> right now is kind of no crazy. Doubt, man. Um, just take me back, I guess, to, to the time where you first fell in love with, like, football or just sports in general. Is there a memory that sticks out to you? I mean – Really, so my, as, as I was growing up, my dad was always playing in his men's league sports. I remember he played in men's league flag football. He played in men's league softball. He played in men's league basketball. Okay. And I think, the, I think the idea was that I love competing. You know what I mean? I love mm-hmm. winning when I was young. So I think at that age, you know, obviously being football, being around football, I grew up in a football town. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one thing. You know, I started playing at an early age, flag football at the rec center. Um, but, no, I just love competing. So, I mean, I, I grew up loving basketball. I grew up loving football. You know, again, with my family being pretty sports oriented, uh, I think it was it was easy to fall in love with the game of football, especially because you know, I was kind of naturally gifted at, it at a young age. I felt good with the ball in my hands. You know what I mean? When that mm-hmm. ball gets in your hands, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Um, so I think that's kind of I would say honestly, probably about first second grade. You know, I, I started playing athletic football, and my first word as a baby was ball. So <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a it's just something that kind of grew up in the family. Yeah, and it's crazy, man, because I feel like my son is on that path as well because that was one of his first words is ball. Ball, like, yeah. Man, that's <laughs> good. So that's good. Not football, but, like, he he really, like, playing with basketballs and stuff yeah. like that. But we'll see. Um, but, yeah, just speaking to that competitive nature, I had somebody ask me this yesterday. Actually, my, I guess shout out to my boy Jerry. He asked me yesterday, do you love to win or do you hate to lose? Man, both would be the best answer, but – yeah, I, hate, right. I hate losing, you know what I'm saying? I hate losing. I hate mm-hmm. letting anybody else mm-hmm. feel. I hate letting anybody else feel that like they got one up on me. That's a, I think that's just a better mm-hmm. nature, you know what I'm saying? Right. So um, it's safe to say that your uh, your father pretty much, like, instilled that that sports mentality, that competitive oh, yeah. mentality, and you just – you being a kid, watching him, doing all those things, um, it kind of translated for you. And then you said you started out playing flag football? Yep, yep, started out playing flag football. I think I was first or second grade. Okay. Um, I know I skipped that phase. I went straight into like I was six years old. Yeah, I was six years old because the the age was seven. But my cousin, I had an older cousin. He was seven and I was six. And for whatever reason, they just took us like as a package deal. So I got thrown into the fire early. But um, being that you started out playing flag football first and then transitioning into pads, um, how was that? Were you able to deal with that? Like, were you nervous putting the pads on for the first time? I mean, no. As much as I can remember, no. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just you're playing football at that point. You just want to get that ball and get in the end zone, especially as a little mm-hmm. kid. So you're thinking about scoring touchdowns, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't say it was a big transition, obviously. But, 
you know, obviously at that age time, like I just said, you just want to go out there and play with your friends. Mm -hmm. um, and we didn't have actually padded football. Fifth grade was the earliest we could play it. And uh, okay. I actually had to go play at the Catholic school in our town because that was the only team that offered it. There wasn't like a, a biddy program from where we were at. If you didn't play at the Catholic school, you had to start in seventh grade. So I'd, I would play for the Catholic school. And we had a successful teams growing up. And, you know, I mean, that's, obviously that makes a difference too at a young age as far as if you had success early. You know what I'm saying? You start feeling that success, you start loving it even more. You know, it's it's easy it's easy for a kid to quit. It's easy for a kid not to like a sport when they're getting their you know, when they're losing everything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But you start winning that early age, people start falling in love with that. Yeah, I had a taste of that as well. Um I was probably on one of the best teams um in our youth football program and we were always winning at each level. So um I can definitely attest to that. But at this time, are you also doing other sports outside of football? Yeah, so I'm so I've been coaching with my dad actually for the girls, uh, our girls basketball, basketball. team. So right now, I'm the JV coach of basketball at, at Bellevue, and then mm -hmm. I'm head varsity coach at Perkins, and they're in the same league. So crazy, a little conflict of interest there, but um, yeah. no. And actually, it, you know, the irony of that situation is that Perkins girls basketball knocked us out of the state tournament this past year. Wow! Um, right when I around, I got that job. So mm. just you know, small world. Yeah. Right. Right. So. Um, heading into high school, um, are you focusing more on football or are you like, I'm going to do as much as I can? So heading into high school, actually, my, my focus is on basketball. I thought 100% for sure I was going to play basketball in college. Um, you know, I, I obviously love both sports. I didn't like one or the other more. Um, you know, when it was basketball season, I was in basketball mindset. And when it was football season, I was in the football mindset. And mm -hmm. I was working out physically to train for both those sports combined, you know. But mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I was focused more on one sport than the other. But I, I thought in my mind that for sure I was going to end up playing basketball in college um, compared to football. Over football. Yeah. Okay. And um, what if, if there is a memory, I guess, that sticks out about your freshman year, whether it be basketball or football, uh, which one would you point to? Like, which one so would you it, think? It, was, it would definitely be football because I, I ended up playing in week four or five. I ended up playing starting varsity football as a safety. And mm, Okay. Uh, we as started, a freshman. Yeah, we got we got drilled my first start. We got beat sixty seven to seven, I think. Whoa. Yeah, and what, I was division, like, what, what division is Bellevue? We what were three at that time. Three at that time. Yep, and that was the worst loss in school history. But I remember my first play. We actually played on a Tip and Columbia's field, the field we played on. For okay. U. Okay. And that's where I made my first tackle. I made my first play there in a jailbreak screen, and I sniffed it out, and I tackled a kid who was probably twice the size of me. But that was kind mm -hmm. of my. Uh, you know, my welcome to the welcome to high school sports. Like high school, yeah, yeah, kind of moments, you know right, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I know, like, once I got into high school, not to say my dad was, I mean, he needed to be kind of rough on me, but being that you watched your dad do all of these sports, how was he, like, with you? Was Did y'all have that tough relationship? Like, oh, yeah. was there some nights where, like, I ain't talking to Pops right now. Like, leave me yeah. alone. Like, yeah, I had I, a couple run-ins. I could, I could write a book about the stories I had with my, uh, <laughs> my Pops, you know. Yeah. I remember, and he was, he was again, he's hot-headed. And he was, you know, as growing up, he wanted us to be the best. He just wanted to push us, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember back in probably third, fourth grade when we were in Little League, there was a game where I had like two or three strikeouts. And he takes me to the batting cage after the game. I'm sitting there lining up. I'm thinking I'm going to get some hits. And he just starts throwing the ball at me. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. He's like, he's like you think you're scared of the ball now. You're going to throw it at you. You're going to get hit. And you're going to feel real scared. But <laughs> I could go on for stories and stories about my dad. Yeah. But um, he, was, he was actually our basketball coach growing up. And we always had – a real good basketball team growing up and I didn't we didn't lose a game until we got into high school and wow. uh you know he was a basketball player he didn't play football okay. um but so him being kind of our coach it was, it was a great relationship to have you know a lot of people can say 
they've had their dad as coaches and they can say they kind of ruin the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As far as some parents and kids, when they have their kids as a player, they, you know, that relationship is ruined. But right. I think as far as me and my sisters have gone, they've has built a strong bond between our, our dad, you know, as far as being our coach growing up and moving forward with that. So it's, it was, it was a good relationship. And obviously yeah. he was hard. On us. He pushed us, you know, he pushed us to get what he thought we could get out of us. And, you know, obviously benefited us all. Um, now so yeah that's what i'm saying look look at the payoff man and and it's pretty awesome because that's kind of where i want to transition to now like the family is just crazy athletic like it's it's super does like yeah it's big up and you know talk talk to me about you know your sisters and like i said you got three right yep three younger sisters three younger sisters carly she just got done uh playing at ohio state she had played three years at bg i can't shot i can't shout out ohio state i'm just Hey man, I, yeah, she was at yeah. BG. We can shout there you out go. BG for sure. Yeah, we're hey, we're Michigan fans growing up too. Yeah, so, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? For her to be at Ohio State was a was a transition. Mm-hmm. But uh, so she played three years at BG, one year at OSU. She just graduated with her master's. Um, Casey, congrats, congrats. Yep, yep, yep. Casey, she uh just uh graduated high school. Um, I think Casey and Carly both were 2,000 point scorers in high school. Oh, I see um, they that. both yeah, played crazy. They AU teams. They both played and did their thing. Casey's going to Kent State now. On a full ride scholarship there. Too. Congratulations. Yep. And then, yep. Yep. And then Corey, she is the youngest and she's going to be a senior. Um, okay. You know, obviously. So she's going to be the last one of us in the high school. And she's kind of undecided where she wants to go. She's looking at a couple different schools, but she has nowhere uh, she's picked out yet. So, right. Okay. Well, like I said, man, that's, that's truly a blessing, man, to be able to have, like you say, each member of the family, Absolutely. all of your kind of, you set the tone for that. Where I say your dad set the tone and then you mm-hmm. followed it and, you know, they obviously have some people to look up to and admire. So that's, that's wonderful, man. Wish some congrats Absolutely. for me. I'm Appreciate sure they'll, they'll, they'll hear it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so want to kind of, like I say, go back into, you know, your years in high school. We don't got to go through every year, but yeah, just kind of like what from, we covered the freshman year. So like sophomore, junior, senior year, which one of those out of those three years would you say was one, your best and which one would you say was your worst? So definitely, definitely my, my senior year. Um, I mean, obviously, as, as an athlete, you're going to be matured, especially at a young age, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Compete, yeah. Compared to being 14 to 18 years old is a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I was more physically matured at that time period. And then my senior year, we also had the most success. We had went to the state finals in football. We ended up going 14 and 8 in basketball that year, which was the best season in our high school, my four years there. So it wasn't bad. Um, and then – uh, for track, again, we were competing. And that's why I ran. I ran track as well. So we were competing yep. for the title on that as well. Um, but, uh, but real quick, what you uh, running track? We were. I ran, well, I kind of did everything. Um, I ran 100 at times, 200 at times, 4x1, 4x2, long jump, and 4x4. Four four. Okay. So long jump was my deal, though. Long jump was my deal. Okay. That was that was my thing. Mm-hmm. So. Got you. Um, so, like, your senior year, are you experiencing success in both – Football and basketball, we'll track yeah. as well, or yep. both of them. Yep. Yeah, we had a – like I said, we had, so my senior year we went 9-1 in the regular season, then we made a run in the playoffs, and we made it to um, the state finals, and we lost to Akron St. Vincent St. Mary. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, they were good. That was Then they had team that – Paris Campbell, they had Dante Booker. They had they had some dudes that were going big time, and, you know, we didn't have anybody like that. Um, I, I think we had two guys go D2 and a couple guys go D3. So, I mean, for us to be in that situation – you playing for the state finals was you know that was that was a big right. deal for us, um, but so football set that tone obviously in the fall and we had a, a great year. Then basketball rolled around and we had a solid year in basketball. We weren't you know predicted to win any league titles or anything like that, but we were a solid team and uh, we had 
you know, a good year that year as far as basketball goes and track rolled around and we didn't win the league that senior year, but we competed and uh, we won it the year pre previous, um, but the senior year we didn't get it that year, but we had a good, we had a good track team in our relay teams. We went to the regional finals as far as that goes. So it was a successful senior year. I think that was kind of the buildup. Um, you know what I'm saying? As far as you get in the freshman year and you look at that senior year is that, that year to get it, get it done. And, you know, I think we almost got it done in football and, you know, I can say that a lot of people and a lot of people I know, they can say they never played for the state finals, you know? Um, so that's, that's something that's, I think that's, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, I take pride in that. So it was, it was a good year though. Good year for sure. Yeah. I can relate to that as well. My senior year, we went to the States and we lost by 10. Um, actually the game before that we won on the last play of the game in the semifinal. Yeah won on the last play of the game and was able to get to the States, but we couldn't get over that hump. Our school been to the States four times and could, could never get over that hump. Yeah, same well, coach, same, yeah, same coach as well. And I kind of had some um, success in track as well. I, since my freshman year, I've went to States for at least something, Jet whether it be, whether it be the hundred, 200 or a relay, but could never place. Cause like I was a football player running track. I wasn't, yeah track runner and you know, mm -hmm. I spoke to my guy Omar shout out my boy Omar who's can break down the difference of track speed and football okay. speed people is is two different things man it's completely things. so um how was your recruiting process I mean <clears throat> being so well you know diverse in basketball football and track like where did you have schools looking at you for all three or how so was your recruiting process it was it was actually it was kind of difficult to be completely honest because me being um you know I was only 150. I was 5'11", 5'10", yeah, 150 small, pounds. So I, was, yeah. I was small coming out of high school. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, obviously I had great numbers. I was player of the year in the state my senior year of Ohio. Yep, yep. Um, and I had good numbers and stuff like that. But, you know, college coaches look at them and be like, hey, listen, this dude's 5'11", 5'10", he's 150. Um, so I actually had a bunch of teams talk to me as far as football goes. Um, I had Ashland. They had been – I went on tons of visits to Ashland. That's where I thought I was going to go for sure. Um, and I went down there the day of the game and something happened. I don't know what happened, but they had a, a decommit from Pittsburgh. He was their quarterback for a year. Mm. It would have been my freshman year when we played him. He was a big dude, big dude decommit. And apparently he took my, my scholarship offer from me. So they came at me. I was sitting there. I had, I had one on a visit. I was sitting there eating lunch um, with my family. And the quarterback coach that was recruiting me came down and said, hey, listen, I got some news for you. And he came down and told me basically, you know, we're, we're pulling the scholarship that we talked about offering you. Wow. Yep. Yep. And, uh, that we're giving to this guy and this is why we're doing it. And I'm like, all right, well, we got him left. So mm -hmm. we left and we just got going off our deal. Um, I had nowhere committed. I had, you know, I didn't commit anywhere yet cause I didn't have any offers. Um, right. so then actually with my basketball season, midway through my basketball season, coach East, he, uh, <laughs> he had contacted me and, uh, coach he was at my basketball. Yep. Coach East for sure, man. He's the one that gave me the opportunity. Um, came to my basketball game. I had a real good basketball game against Seven Clement. I scored almost 30 points around there. And uh, he went to talk to me after the game, and I got a call the next day. And this was probably a week before signing day, too. So, mm. you know, the clock's ticking at this point. And uh, he called me and told me, said, hey, listen, you know, I think we're going to give you some money here. And I said, hey, listen, Tiff is close enough to home. I can afford that. Um, you give me enough money to make it affordable. So I jumped on it, and, you know, everything was history from there. So That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, this 2012, right? Mm -hmm. you, you graduated 2012. Yeah. So I graduated 2013, 2012, 2013. 2013. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so yeah, man, yeah. Shout out to Coach East, man. It's kind of crazy. Um, I had my boy Jerry on yesterday and his recruiting process was kind of yeah. crazy as well. He broke down how he had two schools and one was kind of the same thing. It was like, well, we're going to go in this direction. And yep. so that's, 
it's crazy, man. But it's a business. Yeah, yeah, and it you know it started at an early age, and ain't just in the pros, man. In football yeah. business and at any age, absolutely. Um, so get to Tiffin, um, playing football now. What's um your you didn't because you didn't you didn't take a visit like it just happened all just. Pretty much, yeah. 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 I mean, I've been there because obviously Tiffin's close to where I live. So I've been right. through campus, but I never actually wanted like a, a visit, visit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what's your um, thought process like coming into Tiffin? Like you in college now, you leaving high school, you away from home. Although it's close, you still, you know, you are your, you, you by yourself. So how's your thought process going into um, college your freshman year? You know, I mean, obviously going through my recruiting process, I learned that it was a business. You know what I mean? So I, I knew I had to be ready to go as far as, you know, skill wise, you know, being as strong as I possibly could be. I put on a little bit of weight, but not a ton. Um, so, you know, I, I went in there trying to be as ready as I could possibly be um, that freshman year. And actually, I didn't go in knowing I was a receiver until the day I got there. So I was, mm, wow. I was, working, out as, I was working out as a quarterback that entire summer. Um, I had a guy that I knew was a quarterback trainer. I worked out with him. So I was working out. You know, I felt good, too, about what I was doing. And uh, I got in there day one. And the coach that recruited me was Coach Brookman. And he never told me he left. So he never told me he was wow. leaving. So I get there a day of sign up and Coach Cheese comes up and talks to me and said, Hey, you ready to play receiver? I said, What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, you know, I had no idea. And I'm going to right. meet with the receivers and I go talk to them. I'm like, Hey, where's Coach Brooklyn at? And like, he left two months ago. I'm like, What the hell is going on here? Yeah. Um, so that, that was kind of a, an eye opening experience, you know, mm-hmm. as far as coming there as an 18 year old kid walking up and then, Hey, listen, you know, this is not what I signed up for, but, you know, I, I rolled with it. And, uh, you know, obviously we, you know, did some damage eventually there at Tiffin. But, yeah. you know, as a, as a, as a kid there, Going in there, it's, it's, it's a big, uh, it's a big jump. It's a big jump mm-hmm. from for any high schooler going into playing in college sports. It's a big jump right. for sure. So, what would what would you say was your like welcome to college moment? Like you gave me your welcome <laughs> to high school, you know, moment. Yeah. What was that? What was that welcome to college football moment? Definitely, it would have been first day of full pads. Um, I was on the <laughs> scout team with Pip. Pip was uh, playing quarterback. I was playing slot receiver. And he threw me an out route in the goal line, and I stiff on Cobb, Carl the Watkins, and uh, I, I had a good stiff on him, and uh, I got in the end zone, and coach got pissed, said run again, right? <laughs> same damn thing, the same damn thing. And I'm talking about, I get on there, and I get him the stiff arm again, and I kind of fall forward, but he tapped, he brought me down, and he stood up and stomped in my helmet, and I just Ooh. remember the old the old lineman right now just ran up and tackled him, and instantly that was a brawl started right there. I mean, probably my fourth mm-hmm. fifth day there, so I mean, that mm-hmm. was my. For sure, welcome to college moment. You know, I obviously I'm like, man, it happened in practice. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this guy sucks. Like, Cobb and I ended up being pretty good friends with him. So, yeah, shout out, Cobb. Shout out, Cobb. Absolutely, man. We but know he's a firecracker. We know he Yeah, was. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Always has been. But, no, nah, man, that was my welcome to college moment for sure. That was uh, it was early enough to be like, right. Damn, you know, this is what it's about. So, so um, I'm I'm having a little bit of I guess a brain fart for a little bit. Like your freshman year, did did you were you getting playing time or did you redshirt? So I no, my freshman year, I I, I I did a punt return where I couldn't return it. Yeah, so I had okay, a fair yeah, catch every yeah. punt return. So I wasted my whole my year right there, uh, fair catching punts. Right. And then I had I had gotten a couple. I think I had three catches my freshman year. Um, and I I backed you up my freshman year, and then I eventually able to stop. Yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah I was at Y, I think. So my my freshman year, you're at Z, you're at Z, 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 Z. Z. Yep. Yeah. I'm thinking my freshman year, 2011. Yeah, I was at Y. Because, yep, yep. yeah, I did all four, man. I done went to – started out at H, and then they moved me to Y, and then I was mm-hmm. at Z, and then I got moved to H, yeah. So, I was everywhere. Exactly what I did. The only thing I didn't do was <laughs> X. Right, yeah. But that's a, that's, a, that's a good way to learn the offense, man. I tell that to the kids today that I'm coaching. Like, that is – you want to learn everything, man, because it's not going to do nothing but just help you. Absolutely. Um, 
in the long run. So um, when, I guess, you know, in your college career, did you start to see like some, some growth or maturity? Was it in the weight room, you know, cause coach Ison had us going crazy over the summer <laughs> and, and in spring ball. So like, was it, you know, you start to see your body transform or what was it like to where that switch clicked and was like, I'm coming into my own yeah. football. Wise. It was, it was definitely the transition between my freshman and the sophomore year when I stayed and worked out in the summer. Um, that means I put on almost 25 pounds in the summer and, uh, you and what, I, like I was 170, one Yeah. Yeah. So I started like 150 came in and I ended up getting about the 180. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, that was the biggest thing for me because I started feeling strong. You know, I'm sorry. I started feeling faster as well. Like I started getting more muscle um, mm-hmm. before, you know, I was just naturally gifted. And even in high school, I never, never bought into lifting weights. Yeah, me, um, me both, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I never really bought into it. But on top of that, I had open heart surgery as a kid. So oh, wow. my doctors, I was always told me, say, Hey, listen, you can't lift weights. You can't lift weights. You can't lift weights. And mm. so I kind of, I kind of use that. I would say as like a crutch to not lift weights. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would do the bare minimum, but I was a good enough athlete to get by, obviously. Right. Um, and then once I got into college, you know, I started seeing like, hey, listen, I got, I got, I got stronger. I ain't gonna survive out here. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, eventually I started getting pretty strong, and uh, you know, it all worked out. But that was definitely the year between freshman and sophomore year where I, I made that jump. I just felt strong. I felt bigger. I felt like I was growing up a little bit. So that was a that was a big time. My freshman. Wait, touch touch on that a little bit. You said you had open heart surgery. How old were you? I was four years old. I had open heart surgery. Mm years old and they uh so basically my doctor had told me that you know I probably wasn't gonna be able to play sports um you know I, there was a kid in my class that I grew up with who had the same surgery as me he, he couldn't play sports he wasn't allowed to um so it, you know like obviously when I was a kid growing up I was four years old I had no idea what was going on um mm-hmm. my parents had told me that they were giving me uh they put me in surgery to get me faster that was their deal they told me <laughs> hey we're gonna have surgery to get you faster and uh I'm like all right cool let's do it so you know, growing up, I had to always go back and do like the stress test where you get on the treadmill and they put all the wires up to you and you bust your ass and basically die on that treadmill. And I do that multiple times. And, you know, growing up, I was consistently going to the doctors and they consistently told me don't lift weights. So I didn't. Um, and then one day I went back to the doctors and I just kind of being, I was being honest with them. Like, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm lifting now. Cause obviously she could tell I started putting a little more muscle. And I started looking a little bigger. It's like when I'm in college mm-hmm. and I, she had asked how much you're lifting. And I said, Hey, listen, a lot. I'm lifting a lot more than I should be. And she just looked at me and like, I could see her eyes. Like, are you like her eyes? Right, saying, right. you know what I'm like, yeah. But you know, she said, Hey, listen, you know, your heart's healthy. Your heart's growing with your body. Um, it is what it is. You know, you're doing your thing and it'll look healthy to me. So as long as you stay healthy, as long as you stay active, I think you'll be all right. So it's kind of what I've had to maintain now. Yeah. I had my heart's grown so much because as far as lifting goes, I've had to maintain, like I've still had to work out. So I've had to run a little bit just to keep that up, you know? But that's that a was a blessing, big deal. man. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a, I got that's lucky. A blessing, man. Yeah. To be so sure. young and, not even knowing what's going on. And like I said, to have the career that you've had, um, no one probably never would have known had you not said yeah. that, like that you had to have open heart surgery and your, you know, athletic career probably could have been cut shorter. Couldn't even exist it. You know, that was yeah, crazy. exactly. That's a huge blessing, man. Absolutely. Um, man. So you, the transition happened for you, your freshman to, to sophomore year. Um, what would you say was your best year in Tiffin? Would it be, be again, same as high school, your senior year? So, my senior year was because we started start, to get yeah. we started to get like yeah. I said my freshman year we went zero and nine then that next year two and seven three and mm-hmm. six four like each year we started to oh, get true. you know yeah no, a little bit better absolutely no that's and that's that was a big jump too um obviously going from being in the state title in my freshman year going two and nine you know what I mean that yeah. was that was eye opening too like you come in like man what the hell is this about you know right and uh, but my best year personally would have been my senior year. Um, 
Pip's senior year. That was mm-hmm. that started out to be my best year. But that's the year I ruptured my quad. So I got my medical red shirt for that year and I got the mm-hmm. fifth year. But yeah, no, I started back. out. Yeah. I think I had eleven catches in a game and a half or something like that. And I had, mm-hmm. you know, so in the touchdown. So I was playing well that year. I was and I felt good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had you were at years. the slot, right? You at Y? Yeah, yep, I was at Y. Okay. And I was playing in the slot and you know, I had, at that time too, you had grown with four years of the same quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I had four years of the same people around you basically because we had a class mm-hmm. that you know came in and played a lot of young kids mm-hmm. um so we had grown a lot and i felt good there that year i know i felt obviously i felt real comfortable with the offense at that point um pip obviously knew what he was doing with the offense um you know so i felt good i came out strong and then obviously i ruptured my quad and i was out for the rest of the year um so what i mean was that it would have been davenport i believe game two mm. so man, it was it was tough it was tough for sure um but you know my junior year the year before that would have been i think Man, so that was the year I think when we lost to Finley at Finley. Um, but that was that game, yep. yeah. That was a good year, too. That was a good year, too. Yep, that was uh, when I mean, Paco, we had Paco sell at that point, mm-hmm. uh, Tony Shed, me, yep. and then Charles, Charles, Charles have been, yeah, the mm-hmm. starters that year. And even, and even the sophomore year, we made big progress, big strides. That would have been me, you, uh, Tyler, um, Tyler. and Paco. And who else? Yeah, Paco still Tony. there. Yeah, Tony. Oh, yeah, and Tony. Yeah, yeah, Tony. Yeah, so I mean, we had we had a good group of good group of receivers, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I always and I always knew that too. Um, playing on that team where we're playing the air raid offense, we got four or five, six good receivers. So I never took. You know, I said I never been a guy. Hey, listen, I need the ball all the time. I just kind of do my deal as far as mm-hmm. what we can do to help the team. Um, and you know, I think that correlated a lot to our success as far because I think a lot of people bought into that type of mindset. And uh, especially like I said, my senior year, you know, we ended up going eight and three. Um, so that was that was a good year as far as team wise, and like I said, I started off that year hot, but obviously injuries put a dent in that. Yeah. But that was a good year. That was that was my best year, even on the sideline, because I felt like I had right. to start a role, you know. Yeah, for sure, man. And like I said, you was part of the first winning season in Tiffin yeah. that Tiffin had. Probably I don't even know, like it's a long time. I can't remember. Yeah, a long been, time. yeah, been a while, man. And like I said, I'm I'm real happy. Like I said, for for you know you, the Pips, the Pacos, all mm-hmm. that because. We was me, Paco, Tyler. Like, we was part yeah. of that foundation, man. To, yep, you're we building. Go through, we had to go through hell, man, just to, For like sure. I said, to, to, so to see where the team is at now, you know, it's lovely, man. So um, you remember the play? Like what play it was that, that you had, that you got hurt? Oh, yeah, too? yeah, it was uh, it was mesh. It was 92. I was running the under route. Mm. Um, so I caught the mesh. It was a man coverage. And I went to like the left-hand sideline from where we uh, entered the stadium at. It was a home game. And uh, I put, I planted my left foot in the ground because there was a guy that was coming at me low. And there was a guy behind me. And I was actually, I mean, I was absolutely going to try to hurdle him. So uh, I put my foot in the ground. I was getting ready to jump, and my leg was stuck. And when I stuck my leg in the ground, the guy from behind me pushed me, and the guy in front of his helmet hit me right in the leg. And uh, I flipped over him. I landed, and like I wanted to go stand up. I'm like, man, that, that hurt. And I wanted to go stand up, and my leg just collapsed, and I fell down. I'm like, you know what? What the hell just happened? Right. Yeah. So I. Uh, so I get up again. I try standing up again. Try to get the next play because it was like right before halftime, and uh, I couldn't stand up. So I crawled over to the side. I barrel rolled over to the sideline, and uh, you know I got over there. And Lucas and Liz came over and helped me out. And going to halftime, and I'm looking at it, and yeah, I remember I'll never forget it. But Lucas like, yeah, I think it's a deep bone bruise. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm like, hey, Lucas, I've, I've had I've had plenty of bone bruises before. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so my 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 quad my quad muscles rolled up like up to my hip at this point, my muscle rolled up and uh, they're sitting there pressing on it, rolling on it. They're thinking they're going to work this bruise out. When in reality, I didn't have a muscle there to work out. There was no nothing. Right. There was nothing there, you know? So yeah. I'm sitting there squinting in pain. I try to go out. I try to run. 
nothing happens. I sit out the rest of the game. And then the following week, I come in on Monday, and, you know, we're doing the same thing. I'm, putting, I'm getting put in the air boots. I'm getting put in the ice boots. Um, they're working on it with a rolling out. Nothing happens, okay? And so at this point, it's, it's been a weekend now, and I'm like, hey, listen, like, something's wrong. This ain't right. Like, this ain't a bruise. I'm telling like, you. Like, you feeling here. pain? Like, why are yes. they rolling? Like, you, you can barely oh, yeah. walk every time you walk, and it's yeah. painful and all that? Yep, yep. So I, I could walk, but I kind of had to drag my foot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was dragging my foot forward almost a little bit. And uh, <laughs> I just never forget, we went – finally, it was Thursday, so perfect Thursday, when we walked and we practiced indoors that year on every Thursday practice. Mm-hmm. And Coach Goff said, had told me, said, hey, listen, if you can practice Thursday and Friday, we'll play you as long as you can practice. And uh, so I, I come in on Thursday, I couldn't do it. And he's like, are you feeling better? I said, a little bit. He's like, well, if you can practice tomorrow, Friday, we'll, we'll make sure it happens. We'll, we'll get you on the field. I said, all right, good. And uh, so that was, that was my third year being a captain at that point. Um, you know, like I said, we were having a successful season, mm-hmm. good team. And uh, so I get out there Friday, and I'll never forget we're doing pat and go. And I tried taking off my first one. I just fall down again. You know, my leg couldn't stand holding me up. So, you know, Coach Goff, he knew. He's like, hey, listen, he's like, you're not, you know, I know you're, I know you're what you're like. I know what you're about. He's like, this ain't just a bruise. He's like, we're going to get you, you know, your scan, MRI, all that stuff right now. And uh, so I went there and did it and went to the hospital real quick, got it done. I go back with Lucas. I'm sitting there in the air boots again. This is Friday afternoon. And he comes running out there. He unplugs the air boots, unplugs the ice machine, all that stuff. He says, take it off, take it off, take it off right now. And I'm like, well, what was going on? And he's like, you have a ruptured quad. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. You got to tell me what that means. He's like, your quad muscle pulled off your knee. It ripped off your knee. And Ooh. I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, so what's that mean? He's like, you're done. Like, you're not playing this year. And I'm like, damn, all right. I'm like, that's a way to break the news to me, I guess. You know what I'm saying? You've been sitting here telling me I got a bruise for a week. Right, and, uh, right. You know, but that happens. That's, that's part of the job that they do it, you know. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not, not saying anything about that. I'm just saying, you right, know. Yeah. But, uh, so we go out, and then I had emergency surgery the following Monday. And then I was in uh, crutches for – five months, six months. So wow. it was, yeah, that was, it was tough. And when I went there, I had been with the, the doctor that our team doctor at Tiffin and uh, he had looked at me and he said, there's, I've never met a doctor who's done a surgery like this before. Um, he's like, I've, I've done research. There's one guy who's done one surgery like this in Texas. He can take you there if you want to, or you can let me do, you know, what I, what I think I can do. And we let him do it, you know, instead of going to Texas and he did a good job on it and I repaired it and came back my, my fifth or my fifth year and played. So, it all worked out. It all worked out. Good. Was that your first like real major injury? Um, yeah, like major major injury. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I had you have to have surgery. Yeah, yep, yep, for sure. Cause like I remember my sophomore year, I had to sit out three or four games. I had something wrong with my foot, but besides that, it was my first major injury. Yeah, I never really had anything major aside of you know just never had surgery, but had a played in the All Star game where I got a concussion, and yeah, I felt like that was probably my first like real major thing because like I blacked out like I was asleep yes like, they had to wake me yeah. up and I was like <laughs> it was crazy because like in high school like I felt like I had a concussion but like I would never passed out like I probably got my yeah. bell wrong and mm-hmm. I was a little dizzy but to like fall like be sleep and wake yeah. up like man like that was so that, yeah actually that's a that's a that's a good point though because like I mean there's a big difference between concussions like that you know what I'm saying like yeah for real remember, like my my junior year then we played at Saginaw and that was a big game we actually won it and uh Paco and I we, we switched series every series at Y mm-hmm. and uh so it was my series but I got wrong I was I was catching punts and I caught a punt and I returned it and there was a guy that came at me and I just dove because there was three or four people around me so I dove forward and uh the guy dove right at me too we went helmet to helmet and I remember getting up I'm like man that hurt so I went over to the sideline I took a drink of water I put my head down like this and there was 10 minutes on the clock and I'll never forget it 
I, I look back up and there was two. And I look up and I'm like, what just happened? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I, like, hey, I just took your last two series. Um, he's like, you said you were sitting on the bench, you didn't respond to me. I'm like, you didn't tell me I was, I was out, oh. you were going to wake me up. No, yeah, for sure. So um you get to come back for your senior year. Um you no longer have Pip, Paco's gone, Charles is still there though, right? Yep, yep. So yeah, talk to me about that that team because was that the first year you guys moved out of the Gliat? No, so I was to the that new was conference that year. That was okay. the that, year. that was it's uh you know, at that point I'm I'm sure you probably thought that at some point in your career too, like I felt like I was playing with a bunch of younger, younger, younger yeah. kids. I wouldn't say kids, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like I felt yeah. old, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I felt old. Um, you know, I, the biggest thing was that I went through my four years at Tipping with Pip, Jerry Brown, you know, Max Powell guys like that, that mm-hmm. were around Matt Nope, and all these guys that were around nonstop, you know, where my class coming in basically are, were literally there for four years, Morgan Lloyd, people like that. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so it was different because, you know, I didn't have, people I was extremely close with on my team still. I had friends still and I, you know, friendships grew and bonds like that, they grew. But, you know, like, you know, I became real close with Pip when I played. I became real close with Jerry Brown when I played. Um, you know, Tony Shedd wasn't there, but he came back that year. So mm-hmm. it was nice to have Tony back because that was, Tony was an older head, especially at that point. You know, he understood everything and, you know, we got along well too, but it was different um, in that sense. Um, so I took it kind of upon myself and I said, hey, listen, I don't know what we're going to be like this year. Cause I know we were successful last year. We had a good team. We had Nick Watson who ends up being a great quarterback, but he was young. You know what I'm saying? He was young. So I said, I'm just going to try to do everything I can here to get these guys ready. You know, we might have a down here. We might end up surprising the people who knows, but I just right. try to make sure I'm going to try the best I can here as a leader to make sure, you know, what we've done the last four years is a loss. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it was, it was different. Um, definitely different. We had some different teams. We played that year too. We played mm-hmm. Davenport again at Davenport that year. That's their first mm-hmm. year there in our league. And, uh, you know, it was, just, it, it was, it was different, but it was fun. It was, it was just a different type of football, I swear. Cause like, even with those guys that came up with them for four years, you know, like it's do or die. It's, this is what we got. So this is what we've been working for. Um, and then to have that life sucked out of you through an injury to not be able to finish that year and come back right. again. It's like, all right, let's just kind of like restart, but let's just do it. Let's do it. You know? Yeah. So it was yeah, what a, yeah. It was, like I said, it was a good send off, you know, for, like I said, for, I feel like for your senior year to be able to, Again, still be around a few familiar faces. Yeah. Um, and again, just to have another go to to lace them up because sure. this is your last year and it's coming to the end. So that leads me to my next question on like how are you mentally preparing like life after football? Like you're starting to see the writing on the wall and yeah. things like that. So like are you getting antsy, you nervous? Like what's um I mean, I wouldn't say antsy. I wouldn't say nervous. I was I was at that point. You know, I knew I was going to miss football, but mm-hmm. I think especially after I ruptured my quad, my body was almost telling me, hey, it's, you know, you're not, you're not going to the league, okay? Mm-hmm. It's time for you to, you know, settle down a little bit, do what you got to do, focus on that, take care of your body. Um, you know, go out there and have one more hell of a year, try to do everything you can as far as football, enjoy every moment because, you know, you can kind of reflect now. You know, you thought – it's almost like getting a second chance at your last opportunity. So, like, yeah. you know, as a fourth year, I'm sitting there like, hey, this, I'm gonna, this is our last chance, last chance, last chance. And you're like, hey, this is my last camp. You know, I, I was excited. I was excited to sell, you know, my fourth year going into it as my last mm-hmm. camp to find out I got to do it all again next year, you know. Um, so kind of had, I kind of was able to take a step back and really, really kind of dive into things and enjoy the stuff that, you know, I thought was in the last the year prior and I had it again. So I remember, I'll never forget my last game. We played at Grand Valley and I walked on the field at Grand Valley. You know what I'm saying? That was, 
it was a beautiful day out. We, I mean, we obviously we lost that game. We played mm-hmm. tough though. Um, but just being at Grand Valley, I mean, nothing's like playing at Grand Valley, you know. Right. Yep. Places, mm-hmm. places nuts, you know. So mm-hmm. walking off the field, you know, I had a, they had a big jumbotron there at that time, you know. It was it was a, it was a good good feeling to kind of say, hey, listen, I think I did everything I could as far as my athletic experience went. Um, you know, I kind of left it all on the field there, so it was it was easy to kind of walk off at that point. You know, obviously you're gonna miss it, um, but it was for me, I was able to walk off, you know, with my head held high and say, listen, it's done, it's over with. I'm glad to be done. Up. So yeah. it was good though. It was good. That's what's up. That's kind of how I felt, man, when when I decided to make that decision, when um, me and Kyle played arena ball in South Dakota in 2016 and we won a championship and it was kind of like, I, that's why I wanted to play. Like you wanted to play to win some kind of championship. Yeah. Like I needed, like I needed a ring. Mm-hmm. I didn't get one in high school, didn't get one in college. So like we won a championship and, you know, the ultimate goal is to always, obviously, you want to be in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't feel like, you know, that was that opportunity to get me there. So I kind of saw that writing on the wall and was like, yeah, man, this is going to be it. But to your point, my head was held high. I did everything I could. I exhausted mm-hmm. all options. I participated in all-star games and things like that to where, you know, a lot of people don't really get that chance. They don't get that yep. opportunity. So um, I definitely didn't take it for granted. Like I said, I've been playing football since I was six. Like, that's mm-hmm. the only thing I did every year since I was six years old. So I had no regrets. and. Um, it's good to see, like I said, that, that you don't either, barring even yeah. though you got injured and you might not have had all the touchdowns or things like that. But like I said, you made the you made the most of your uh, your Absolutely. college career. It, it Absolutely. was good to see, man. Uh, what you get your degree in? So education. I actually have my okay. master's in education and my undergraduate education as well. Okay, that's what's up. So um, you graduate, you leave Tiffin. So like, are you already got your next plan already ahead of you, or like, did it take you a minute to? So, so I, I guess I knew, just I know, in the real world. Yeah, I knew what I was going to do. Um, so I knew I wanted to teach. Um, and Bellevue, where I'm from, had a job opening mm-hmm. opportunity there. So I took a job and I obviously knew I was I had a great relationship with my head coach at that time. Um, and my head coach from high school is still there. So he talked to me and he knew I was going to coach. So I came back and I coached varsity receivers and I got a teaching job there. And that kind of took off just like that. That was kind of one as planned. So, right. So, um, being a head coach, man, you talk to me about how that happened because you, like I say, I'm 28, so you'll be, what, 25, 27? Yep, 25 right now. 25, right. That's crazy, man. 25 high school head coach, man. How that yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it could, I could go on for hours about the story about how it happened. Yeah. Um, essentially, you know, I just kind of was looking more as, for, as far as coaching goes. I was looking for an opportunity to challenge myself, um, an opportunity to do my thing. And, you know, there's a job opportunity that opened up at a school by us that, and that school is, it's a, it's a great school. It's a great school district. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with like Sandusky area, but it's up by the lake. Yeah, a little bit. Up by Point. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's in Sandusky. It's a great, it's a great town to be in, great city to be in. A lot to do there. Obviously a lot more from where I'm from. Um, so, you know, obviously I look at there, ain't it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Putting bays up there. Yep. Close to it. Um, so, yeah, there's a, especially summertime, like I said, it's by the lake, you know. Um, so that seeing that job opportunity open up and I just said, Hey, I'm going to apply for it and see what happens. You know, I'm 25. I know I'm young. Um, I feel like I had, I had a good rapport going in with, you know, what I had going. So I had right. everything set up as far as I needed, um, as far as information, I was prepared as far as questions. I think, um, you know, I want, I want to apply and I got an interview and, you know, I think I did a really good job. My first interview, um, it was kind of, you know, it was different walking in there and you're sitting there in front of 15 people, you know, right in front of you in a panel they're just firing questions at you, you know, and a 25 year old, I think I, 
I handled it well. I was told I handled it well. Yeah. Again, you know, so obviously did enough to get the job. Um, but right. no, it was it was a great experience. Like I said, barring anything else, you know, going to this opportunity, I wanted the job. But you know, if I didn't get the job, I knew I had I knew I wanted to be head coach someday. So right. Um, you know, this school opened up. It was a great opportunity to take that job. Cause I, you know, it's a school that you want to be at, and they mm-hmm. need the opportunity to do it. Um, but you know, if I didn't get it, it would have been a great experience regardless. Great experience right. the interview process, getting all that prepared. Um, you know, and you know, luckily I did a good enough job that they hired me. So it's it was a wild process doing it. Um, it's kind of a snap of the fingers and it happened. Mm-hmm. I looked at it one day and I saw it and I applied. And next, you know, I called them next week for an interview, and the week after I got hired. So. That's what's up, man. Congrats, man. I know when I Appreciate seen that, it, I said, what? My boy Santoro already jumped yeah. into the ranks yeah, head coach. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Um, and, I, and I know you're going to do great, man. Like I said, I've always said that you've been one of the, the smartest players, man, that, that, that I've played with and that I've known. Like, that. To be able to, you know, like I said, recognize defenses and our offense, we had to do that at Tiffin. Yeah. Like, we had Absolutely. to be able to just to, you know, point back to, like, the, the injury you had, like, recognizing that man zone when mm-hmm. running the mesh route so like i said i know man that you're gonna implement some of that stuff um, course, with your team so like how was the team or like did you know any you know history about the team like where they used to win in used to lose like how so what are you walking into yeah so actually so my so we played them when i played in high school we, it was the same school okay and we beat them the first game of the year because i think 28 to 7 or 14 and then we ended up playing again in the second round of the playoffs and we, you know, they're a good team too. We ended up beating them by, a, I threw a game when he touched on pass in the second round of the playoffs against them as time expired um, mm-hmm. against Perkins. So, I mean, there's been history there. And like, again, they're only 20 minutes away from where I'm from, my hometown. So now I'm getting this job and the past, I think it was two years ago, three years ago, whatever, Menbay, I'm not sure. Not too long ago, they combined leagues. So now Perkins and Belby, where I was originally coaching at, they're in the same league. Mm-hmm. So, we played against in the past two years. I coached against in the past two years. Um, as a team that always has a lot of talent, they always have a lot of good athletes. Um, they have an unreal track program there. Uh, so I mean, they got some speed. But you know, I was wondering, like, hey, listen, this team's going three and seven, two and eight. But they got guys that are bigger than us. They got guys that are faster than us. And I'm like, I was back in my head, I'm thinking, like, man, like, what, what's going on? Why is it not clicking for these guys? And uh, you know, just kind of by watching film and doing some search and kind of talking, figuring some things out. You know, it was a lot of it was a lot of little things, a lot of discipline issues that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of changes that this were made at the right time. Um, so, you know, I think us and I brought some coaches with me that I was, you know, coaching with for years now and mm-hmm. friends with for years, I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, these guys that like Trent Stone, I don't remember him or now he played at Tiff and he's coaching with us. He's coaching receivers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, the big guy. Uh, yeah. So he's coaching with me as well. So we got some guys that kind of know what I want and I can trust them, implement what we want. And I think as far as the discipline deal goes, if we get that figured out, we're going to be all right. So we got talent, we got some, Good athletes, you know, we got some people coming up that are going to be good that are younger. Um, so hopefully we can get it figured out and we'll be all right. Yeah, we're kind of in the same boat as well, man. We came to this program. It's an inner city school. Um, like I said, we just got moved into Division Three, but it's like they have so much talent, but they're not strong. Yeah. Um, we got speed, but it was just their deal is the discipline and they're not strong. Like they're not used yeah. to lifting weights. They're not used to like nothing it's kind of crazy to see yeah. um you know how they are today um Different you know, world. The, yeah i'm doing all the workouts so like monday uh monday we did full body yesterday we did upper body and today we did lower body and so i come to the room like how y'all feeling yeah man i'm i'm sore man it's 
is is lovely to see, man. I had my first person throw up on Monday. I kind of <laughs> I felt accomplished. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's a good thing. I, we had a couple yeah. kids throw up this week too. Starting out, we had some kids throw up. And I'm just I, laughing. I was telling them like, because when I worked out, I it took me. I think when I was training for my pro day, um, it took me then to like throw up. Like in high school, college, I was never one to like you know throw up off workouts and yeah. But that, like, that I say that I say yeah, yep, yep. So um, right. what would you say? Um, what would be your toughest game this year? Man, so we, we actually have a tough schedule. Um, so you, you said you guys play Clyde or this year coming up? Yeah, you know? yep. So, yeah, we have um, – our that's, and that's going to be an interesting stretch for us because we got we to go to Clyde, then we got to come back and play Alter. <laughs> then I think we got to play, like, Thurgood or something. And then we got to play – yeah, and then we got to play Trotwood. Yeah. So they, like that, yeah. So like that four, that four game stretch, man, is really gonna like test us to be like oh, see sure. where we are, where we are. But yeah, we yeah we gotta play. Clyde. So we played Clyde. Obviously, they won the state title last year. Um, mm-hmm. it, they're gonna be tough. Um, I mean, the league we play in, I think I can't remember exactly, but there was I think almost all of them besides probably Perkins made the playoffs last year. So out of however many teams, we know they almost all made it besides Perkins, and uh, mm-hmm. we uh. We play Bellevue again. It's a team that I coached at last year. They're going to be solid this year. Um, they got a lot of kids returning. They got some solid athletes. You know, Sandusky, they've always loaded with athletes and they were good last year. Um, they're losing a kid named Terry on Stewart who's going to BG to play running back. And okay. he was, he was an unreal running back last year. So they had to replace him, but they're still going to have solid athletes. Um, Norwalk, they lost some players. Uh, their tackles going to Ohio State and they had some really good athletes as a senior class last year. But I mean, honestly, you can look at any one of our league games and you're going to say it's going to be a battle. You know, there's mm-hmm. nothing. There's no game in, in your league, in our league at least, that we can look at like that's going to be a win. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's yeah. fortunate that's like that, but it's also good. You know, it's competition. Um, you know, if you, if you can make it out of our league with six, seven wins, especially us being the division we're in, we have a chance to make the playoffs. And that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing, uh, you know, is we want to make the playoffs, you know? Right, right. So us being Absolutely. in that spot is the biggest thing. Yeah, man. Um, I wish we kind of could have stayed in Division Four and see if we would have yeah, made it. No, we got we moved. We were D four. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like I said, yeah, we just got moved up to Division three. But that would have been crazy, man, yeah, if we would have made fun. each other something. Could have been fun. Like I said, I'm glad to see it, man. Like I said, I'm I'm eager to see, you know, how you know how you're gonna do as a head coach. Like I said, I know you're gonna do great, but you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing how y'all season pan out. And, um and like I said, mine too, man. It's gonna be my second year coaching high school. Um I think I want to say 2015, like when the thing with the Lions didn't work out, I went to coach at my high school. Yeah. And we lost in the first round of the playoffs. Um, And then went back to play football and coached um, a third grade team last year. Now, you know, I'm back in the high school thing. So I'm looking forward to it, man. It'll be, it'll be good. And So you're in charge of uh, receivers and special teams? Yeah. Receivers and special teams. um, Okay. Got all like the, all my special team stuff down. Um, as far as like I say the kickoff return, I was thinking about should I do, should I take it back to yeah, Tiffin, man, and do the three? But nah, man, they not gonna, they not ready yeah. for that. Man. No, I, <laughs> I thought about like, that too. Like, yeah. I thought about that too. <laughs> <laughs> they not ready for that, man. But like I said, man, I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. So I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it out. We're gonna close out with nine questions with Jet Nine. I got nine questions with Jet Nine. Here we go. You on an island and you got five artists to listen to for the rest of your life. Who you listening to? Man, that's tough. Okay. Lil Wayne for sure. Um, Lil Wayne for sure. Jay-Z. Okay. Um, and this, you know, the last two are going to be tough. 
It ain't gotta be just rap neither. It can be yeah, all, no, no, old, I, I, yeah, old, I know. current, don't matter. Let's go with uh, I, I mean, I love Wiz Khalifa, so I'll take him in there. And then let's go with uh, the last one. He's dead, but Juice World, I love him too. Oh, rest in peace, Juice World. Yep, yep, so yep. We, that's a nice list. So we got Juice World, Jay Z, Wiz, Wayne, and um, Eminem. Eminem, Eminem, Eminem. I'll take a trip to the island. No, that's a good <laughs> list. Amen. Uh, favorite movie of all time? Favorite movie of all time, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Classic, mm-hmm. classic. Absolutely. Favorite TV show? Favorite TV show? Prison Break. Prison Break. Prison Break I like good. that. Shout out Oliver for putting me on Prison Break, man. My boy Luch. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out Luch for putting me on Prison Break. That was a good show. Yeah, Luch. Uh, <laughs> uh, favorite cereal? Favorite cereal? Uh, Crave, the chocolate Crave cereal. Uh, my good. wife just bought a box of those. That's good. I ain't no chocolate guy. I ain't no chocolate cereal guy, but I mean, oh, yeah. she got them. Uh, not my favorite. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, when it comes to chicken wings, are you flats or drums? Flats. Flats. I tran- I, yeah, I transitioned. I was. Transitioned. <laughs> I'm on flats now. Um, most recent book you read or the best advice you received lately? So the most recent book I read was Friday Night Lights, the book. is based off the movie. Mm, okay. Um, and best advice. Is that what it was? Best advice I've received lately? Yeah. Um, well, obviously right now with everything we've got going on, you know, is yeah. kind of been with, with the football deal. As far as that goes, it's kind of taking it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Saying, don't mm-hmm. look too far right now because you can't plan ahead. So yep. just gonna take everything one day at a time, one step at a time, and focus on the basics first. There you go. Like it, like it. Uh, favorite thing to cook? Favorite thing to cook? Mm. Steak, for sure. Steak? Yeah, easy. It's easy and it's good. Oh, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a common theme on the show right now already. We got steak. Uh, you medium well or well done? Medium rare. Medium rare? Ooh, oh, yeah. okay. Okay, yeah, that's the first one. <laughs> um, if you could have four people at a dinner and have a conversation with anybody in the world, who you inviting to dinner? What four we're people? Talking, we're talking dead or alive? Does it matter? Yup, yup, yup. Dead, live, old, anybody Kobe in the Bryant, world? Kobe Bryant, number one for sure. Kobe Bryant, for sure, number Rest one. He's Kobe. Yup. Uh, Tom Brady. Okay. Um, Tom Brady won. Um, Jordan Belfort from Wolf Walker. I love the song. <laughs> okay. And then uh, the last one, the last one is kind of a guy I just. Growing up, I loved watching him play with Kenny Lofton. Who? Baseball. Kenny Lofton, baseball player. Kenny, Kenny Lofton? Yep. Yep, I love that man growing up. Okay, so we got Kenny Lofton, Kobe, Tom Brady, and um, Jordan Belfort. Mm-hmm. Nice list. Nice and list. Got some different. athletes in there. Yeah, yep. Last question. One thing yeah. you want people to know about you? One thing I want people to know about me, man. Obviously, right now, being, you know, being a head coach at a young age, mm-hmm. but, and I wouldn't say necessarily to know about me, but maybe as employers go or other people that as far as like, uh, you know, other people in a position of power, whether it's hiring or something like that, you know, I, mm-hmm. I'm going to give a respect to the guy that hired me was Todd Boggs. He was a superintendent at Perkins, you know, and one thing he said was, you know, sometimes you got to take a chance on people no matter of age. Um, so I guess, you know, I think kind of correlating to relating that to me would be just mm-hmm. as far as being a head coach, you know, I'd better go out and say, it don't have to matter. You don't have to be 35 to be a coach. You don't have to be 45 to be a coach. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, trust in what you feel and trust in what you do. I think that's kind of, you know, kind of something that's been correlated with me as far as being a head coach deal. So 
um, I, I was going to say that as far as you know, that stuff don't matter. And, you know, I hopefully knowing about me, I think we'll be able to do a good job here this year as far as being a young guy coach. Mm-hmm. Love it, man. I love it. And like I said, that just speaks to you as a person and your character, man. Cause like I said, for a 25 year old to get a head coaching job at a high school, um, like I said, that, that, that says a lot, man, about how you carry yourself, the knowledge that you have and, um, you know, just being able to, you know, withstand, you know, yeah. questions like that, pressure and all of that, man. Cause that's what you're going to be dealing with being a coach. Okay. You got to be able to okay. stand in the fire, man. So that's what's up, man. I love it, man. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Jalen Santoro, Bellevue's finest. <laughs> oh, man, I appreciate your time today, bro. Um, yeah, I appreciate safe, you having me on, man. Yes, sir, for sure, man. You already yeah. know, man. Stay safe as well, man. It's crazy yep. right now. So yeah, take care man. of yourself. You know take it. care of the family. You know it. You know it, man. We'll be in touch, man. Yeah, absolutely, bro. My man, All appreciate right. you, bro. Talking, take man. care, dog. Yep.